Full Service Radio is proudly supported and hosted by Simplecast, the easiest way for a podcast creator to publish and distribute audio on the internet. For more information, visit Simplecast.com. Recorded live from the lobby of the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C., Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Wedding Dish. We're coming at you over full service radio at the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, D.C. The Wedding Dish is the essential wedding podcast where we chat with real married or engaged couples or professionals in the D.C. area. And we read listeners stories on our mini episodes or answer questions like this. You'll hear like this episode is a mini. (laughs) We're excited. Um, You'll hear tips and tricks about wedding planning, gain inspiration, and hear real-life experiences from the planning process to the celebration, heartwarming moments, and funny stories. That's Sarah Alipin, co-host of The Wedding Dish and CEO of District Bliss and Photos from the Hardy. And that's Steph Norton, entrepreneur and producer of The Wedding Dish. Per usual, we have our little French bulldog sidekick, Clouseau, in his, on his mat. Yeah, he's, he is a cooling mat because um, he gets overheated sometimes when I put him in his little cute raincoat. <laughs> Everyone hates him today. He's getting no attention. <laughs> he tried desperately to spill people's tea. Yeah, he's cute. He's asleep now. (laughs) So today we're answering some questions that we got on Instagram. Um, We love to answer some of your questions that you all send in. And um, and yeah, so Steph's going to, I think, lead us off. Yeah. So here's the first one. Um, This is a very, very, very common question and topic. Um, It's it's titled Wedding Debt. And it says, my boyfriend and I are planning on getting engaged soon, but I'm really stressed about the wedding planning. We already live together and both of us have student loan debt. He does not want us to go into any debt to have a wedding. And I think that's impossible and unrealistic. What do you think? We've never had a huge disagreement about spending money. So I'm confused. That's really tough because if you haven't had a disagreement about money or even like a big conversation about money or budgeting, that's really hard. Mm -hmm. Um, It's obviously a very difficult topic in general because um, it's one of the top reasons that people actually get divorced, which is obvious. You obviously having these conversations before the wedding is a good idea (laughs) because you don't want to be in that, um, that boat. But um, I setting up a wedding budget is really, really important Um, and trying to stick to that budget and it's difficult. But it can definitely be done. Um, one of the things that I see people, um, especially if you're, you tend to be a spender anyway, one of the things I see people start to do in the beginning of wedding plan, the wedding planning process is um, buying a lot of like things you might use, like chalkboards and craft things and um, DIY projects. And DIY projects are a great way to save money. But you need to have the big pieces in place before you start going into the smaller little aspects and details. Like you want to get your venue and you want to make sure that you have the space that you want. Ideally, if you're trying not to break the bank, you want to go with a space that you don't need a lot of decor. Um, So if if the space already has a lot 
of personality to it, then you can probably save on a lot of the little like tchotchke items that you might buy at like AC Moore or which is going out of business. So uh, <laughs> Michael's or whatever. Um, but try to keep your spending down as you're putting your budget together because you'll get to a point where you can't afford the photographer you want. And at the end of the day, if you made all of these DIY projects and did all of this like careful planning stuff and spent money on, you know, these little things that are details, if you don't have good photos of them, you don't really even need them to be there, in my opinion. Good point. Um, So when you're looking at it, I would approach it from that point. Set your budget, find your venue, get your photographer, and you may want a day of coordinator to sit down with you and go through budgeting. Um, You can also do, there are some really awesome resources that are like planning in a box, like Pollyanna Events has a Pollyanna kit. And it comes with like all these cute little things like cookies and tattoos and things that are the stuff that I would encourage you not to spend money on. But the really valuable thing in there is this jump drive that has all the budgeting documents. It has, you know, estimated costs of what you might be spending. um, And you really want to budget for the things you need before you spend money on silly things. So... um, And that'll help you really stay closer to your budget. I personally would not go into debt over a wedding. That's that's me personally. Yeah, so that kind of wraps around to my take on it, which is I saw a really interesting idea that is you you have two ways of saving, right? You have to save save costs on food or you have to number limit the number of people. Like that's two ways you can save costs. And so um, what this person does is they rent a suite in a hotel as opposed to, like, the reception room. Now, obviously, you have to have a much, much smaller wedding. But say you had your ceremony somewhere else, courthouse or whatever, or even in the thing, and then you rent a suite and you can bring your own food in in suitcases. So you just have this, like, lush spread suite um, experience. So it's more like a reception than a sit down dinner if you don't really want that and you wanted more of a reception. And then you're in a like beautiful hotel in whatever city you're in and everything's great. Like I think that's genius. Or an Airbnb would work for that too. Um, yeah, but if there's like a really beautiful balcony that you could even have your ceremony there, which could be really cool. Yeah, it's a lot cheaper than like a whole place. Yeah. Yeah. That's and it's really, cheaper. really nice. And it's usually in a city, it's going to be a lot for a suite, but it's centrally located and everyone's like more excited, like, oh, we're going to the line, you know, or we're going wherever then this place nobody knows where it is. And it's like a hike. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think that the two biggest places, the two biggest considerations are going to be food. So number of people. Number of people is is the biggest way to save money. Yep. For sure. Yeah. So yeah, um, that's a whole other conversation about like cutting people out and everything else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, that's that's why I cut mine the way that I did because we had 19 total people, as I'm sure if you've ever listened to this podcast, I feel like I say that constantly right. on here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a giveaway for a trivia if you know the exact number of people. Oh my God. And, yeah. yeah. 
that that's all right yeah it's it's so weird that i have that number (laughs) so readily available um but um Anyway, I got you off your point. I know um, you're so, saying reducing the the head count is the way to budge, yeah. budge, cut but costs. We had a really beautiful wedding, mm-hmm. and I loved every minute of it. But what we did, and this really made some people mad, <laughs> is that we didn't invite anyone outside of immediate family and people that we considered to be family, like my best friend Lauren. I consider her to be my sister. We've known each other since we were six years old. Um, so to not have her there would have been super weird. Um, and we had my brother marry us because that saved us like $400 or something too. Um, so I mean, if you're going to cut people out, it's really, it's tough. Um, but the one thing I will say is that I couldn't justify bringing aunts and uncles without cousins in my mind because you know then the wedding became about my parents more so and and philippe's parents more so than us because i'm closer with my cousins than i am with my aunts and uncles yeah we'll get to that on another one that's a whole pandora's box yeah yeah (laughs) so um it's a lot to unpack so our next question is more of a pop culture topic and i was asking sarah last night if she had ever seen the show 90 day fiance and she hadn't seen it, but maybe she's seen a clip since then. But I haven't. Anyway. <laughs> you told me not to, so I... Oh, no, you could have. Oh, yeah, I was, I was I, like, maybe it's a surprise. Oh, no, no, no. I told you the clip to look. Um, but anyways, I'm sure some people who watch this podcast watch 90 Day Fiance. It's like a guilty pleasure. But I also just... People who listen to a wedding podcast probably watch that show. Um, and anyways, there's a couple on it. I'll, I'll explain 90 Day Fiance just briefly in case anybody doesn't know what it is. So... Um, it's on TLC, and these couples, one's from the United States and one's from another country, and they get a spousal visa, so they have 90 days to get married. And if they don't get married, then the person who's not from the United States has to go. So it's, like, very dramatic, and there's a couple on it um, that's uh, Tanya and Sinjin, and he's from South Africa, and she is from, like, uh, New York or something. And they had a really tumultuous relationship. <laughs> so they had 90 days on the visa. And she decided in the first 30 days to go to like some herbal healing program in South America and just like ditched him. He's from South Africa and he's living in a shed in upstate New York. And then she, as they're doing their like wedding planning, she puts them on, the, on, the, on a Skype call with like a psychic and it was about like soulmates and are you my soulmate and stuff. And she looked right at him and she was like, well, you're not my soulmate. And he was devastated. So these two things happen. And then she tells all her bridesmaids that she's going to wear a black wedding dress, which brings me around to my point. We've talked about <laughs> black wedding dresses before. It was her, all of her bridesmaids, all, all in their faces were just like their jaws dropped. Not because she was going to do something unusual, but it was just like, what What else can you do to this guy? Like, you're running him off. Like, that's an awful choice. You should not get him a black wedding dress. And so, yeah, I guess, you know, a lot of people ask that all the time. Like, is it too goth? Can I, you know, I want to do something different. Can I get a black wedding dress? And I would say, th- this is a clear-cut example of when I would say probably not. You know, just not a good idea. Yeah, uh, I, I would question whether to proceed with getting married in that situation 
<laughs> right. More so than the black wedding dress. Good point. Yeah. Um, but if you're telling somebody that they're not your soulmate, that it just sounds like a very hurtful thing to try to say to somebody. Um, she then tried to cover it up and she was like, I think there's many soulmates in a lifetime. You know, she's kind of like woo woo. But he was really like, I mean, that's a deathly blow. Like, <laughs> just be- he was like, what am I doing here? I should go back to South Africa. Yeah. I mean, being on the receiving end of <laughs> having somebody say that, like, even, even try, like, even if somebody took it back ish, because you really can't unsay that. Um, it's like saying, I don't know if I love you. Exactly. Um, and she was like, my soulmate is my ex. Oh my she God. was like, but I really love you, but I just feel like you only have maybe one of those in life or like whatever. And like the fact that the guy sat down with her to do a soulmate reading on Skype, he obviously loves her like head over heels. Like he was already like, yeah, I'll do this. And then she just like daggers him. That's a lot of <laughs> stuff going on there. That It's a pretty addictive guilty pleasure. <laughs> oh my God. You can watch it on YouTube. Like, I don't watch it on the Learning Channel, but you can see, like, it, we can just watch it on YouTube. I forgot that that's even what TLC stands for. Yeah. It's, what are you learning bad. from that? <laughs> You're learning, I don't know. <laughs> that's super there, it's, it's It's like, it's, it's a gamble because some, some people just want a green card and some people don't, you know? Oh. Some people are really in love and it's, it's hard to say kind of, like, what's going on, you know? Yeah, we've had a couple... Um, as Photos and Hardy has photographed a couple um, people who are who've like struggled to get in from Canada, um, and they're like have known e- they've known each other for like ten years or something, and they're trying to get married, and it's like super hard to actually get a green card. Um, but that whole situation's pretty bananas. I don't think that I would do a black wedding dress in that situation because it just. It sounds like you're mourning your ex if you have said that you're, you know what I mean? Like, yep. It, it it's just, not very nice. <laughs> no. I mean, you could certainly bring in black elements. You could bring in blue elements or whatever other color too. But I don't think I would go with something. I'm just imagining a giant black hat and veil too. Well, she also made him tattoo, like for their rings. She, like, they, she made him, I think, tattoo her astrological sign on his finger and I was like that's a even worse idea like it just keeps getting worse (laughs) oh my god there's a lot happening in this (laughs) so anyways check it out if you haven't seen it if you um are trying to waste time on this rainy day um check it out it's a very good guilty pleasure and I think we'll probably go into a break and we'll be right back
<laughs> Sorry, Cluzo is uh, taking a quite aggressive nap right now. Um, it's very funny. He's actually sleeping on top of this um, elk horn that I brought for him to chew on. Uh, <laughs> it's, I guess it's been a really tough rainy day for him. You know, so much going on with smells and, and I don't know, puddles. <laughs> Hard life, bud. <laughs> anyway, welcome back to the wedding dish. <laughs> we are answering um, some questions that we received from uh, listeners on Instagram today. So, um, Steph, you want to fire away? Oh, no, this is my question. This is you. Ah, okay. So, dear wedding dish gals, just gets right in there. I'm torn about doing a first look in my upcoming wedding. What do you think are the pros and cons of this? I don't want to miss out on a special moment, but I also know I'm going to be nervous as hell and don't want to add any unnecessary anxiety. Signed, Anxious in Arlington. (laughs) That's cute. Um, Well, first, I guess we should probably define what a first look is for anybody out there who doesn't know. Um, So the, the... what you envision when you picture a first look is the picture of the one of the people going up to the back of the other person, tapping them on the shoulder and then turning around and having this emotional reaction. It's just the two of them. Um, you don't have to tap them on the shoulder, but that's generally what people picture when they imagine this because it's the picture that you've seen from other people's weddings and whatever. Um, but you know, you can just say their name or whatever the case may be. Um, there's also the first touch, which is like when you reach around the corner. That doesn't the, sound good. It does not sound good. <laughs> I it's it sounds weird to me too. Especially, I probably said Rephrase it weird it. because I think it's like a weird phrase. But anyway, that's sorry. That's where you like reach around the door and touch the person's hand or the corner or whatever, but you don't see each other. So the first look is actually seeing the person. Oh, you hide behind a door. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. I don't so, think I've seen one of those. I'm sure you have. Really? Maybe you. I just wasn't present when it yeah. was. Is it before the whole ceremony? Mm-hmm. Oh, so the photographer goes and does it with yeah. the bride and groom. Okay, but got it. But you've probably seen photos of it because it's like yeah, photos, but not. Over. I don't think I've ever been there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I have because I photograph that. But <laughs> so it's kind of funny to think about it <laughs> from the other side of not having ever seen a first look. If you have or a first whatever reach around the door thing (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to phrase it that doesn't sound weird it's all right it's funny (laughs) um it's super it's just a weird description um (laughs) anyway it's not a weird thing um so that's what an actual first look is where you're seeing each other in private before you walk down the aisle um so Um, when I was getting married, this was a thing that I really considered because a lot of photographers when I was, you know, in 2012, um, were posting about how they were super glad they did or wish they had. So I, I actually considered it. Whereas I, my gut reaction was I didn't want to see him. I wanted that special moment to be when I walked down the aisle. Um, and, um, I just, I felt like it, it just wouldn't be it just wasn't for me. Is it that they want the photo? 
Yeah. And you can get more creative in a photo than you can down the aisle. Yeah. So or, it's like, or no, is it, can you get just as good as a picture at the, at the altar? Yeah, you okay. definitely can. Um, it, it's a little different because you're standing, if you're standing in front of like 300 people, you may not have the same emotional reaction right. as you would in private. But I mean, I certainly did. I think I would have been really awkward. I'm also just awkward sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I make weird faces. Well, it's nerve-wracking when you yeah. have an audience. Yeah, but I think it would have been more nerve-wracking for me to see Philippe first. Okay. Um, I don't know why. I can't explain so it. So it's but a personal choice. Yeah, it really is. But um, I think what you should consider is, do you want a private moment before your ceremony with your fiancé? Um, is it can calm the nerves. It can be really just special in general. If you want something where you are seeing that person in advance, I wanted the like, is that when you give them a gift? Um, sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Or sometimes you have like one of the wedding party members or, um, or somebody come deliver it or whatever the case may be. Um, so yeah, I would say, you know, it's it's your personal. Do you take like decision. more? Do you take like more than one picture? Yeah. Okay. So it's like you're there and you're helping them. So it's not like you're there. There's one moment and you take one picture and if you blow it, that's it. Like you can reset it up. Yeah. I mean, generally. So that's a, this is a case where I would have two photographers because you want one person on each person's face. Okay. And if you are facing each other then you are not going to get both faces equally as a photographer. Okay. Um, that's definitely... Um, that's good because that's one of our other questions. I know. I just was thinking okay. that. Um, so that's a case where you want two photographers. It also takes more coordination. So like we use walkie-talkies and I'll be like, we're, we're headed your way or whatever because the other person has to be in a certain position or you're, they're going to see you walking toward them before you're ready or whatever the case may I got be. It. So um, it's... It's like, you know, it's really, it's a personal thing. And I think you should do whatever makes you feel most comfortable and go with your gut because that's going to, how long does that take when you do a shoot that, that look first look, what, how long does that take? Um, probably like 10 minutes. Oh, okay. Um, it is a good thing if you want to enjoy your cocktail hour and you have a bunch of family photos you can do your family photos after the first look and get it all done before the ceremony. Oh, okay. Um, it does lengthen your wedding day for, like, from the photography standpoint because otherwise we would be there for just the getting ready ceremony and then cocktail hour would be those posed family photos. But, um, you know, and, and the wedding party photos and whatever if you're having a wedding party. But um, otherwise... You know, so you're going to have more, you're going to be paying more for the photographer because if they're there longer, you're paying more. It's right. You know, but um, it does allow you to spend more time with your loved ones. So it just it really is. You know, those are the things I would consider. Also, logistically, if it makes sense, because we weren't able to I was I had to be driven up from the bottom of a hill. So I would have had to be driven up and then driven back down. If I oh, did a first look yeah. or Philippe would have had to be driven up and back down and that would have been super awkward and weird. So yeah. we just weren't going to deal with those logistics. Who's those making friends? <laughs> He's trying to make a jailbreak. <laughs> He's trying to get out. Aww. No escape. No escape. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. So that's my take on it. Steph, I don't know if you have any opinions since you didn't do a... No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) None at all. I have no idea. I think (laughs) just knowing my personality, that would make me very nervous and I might laugh. But oh, I would totally laugh. Yeah, I don't know. Like, that's just me. I don't know. I, I would make an awkward joke. I don't know. It's not my thing. But anyway, um, what's our next thing? Okay. Dear Dish Gals, two questions for you. If you have any advice, I would appreciate it. What are the reasons why you need two photographers at a wedding? So funny that this is our next question. Yeah. Um, what are... Oh, and what are the new trends for colors in suits for men? Um, sincerely, Sean and Shaw. I like that the, my people were um, all about the, the double letter, which the name of that is escaping me right now because I'm laughing at the dog having a field day with these two people outside. I'm not sure what you're talking about, but a crowd is gathering. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, he's got a fan club right now. Um, just so you guys know, like the studio that we're in is in the lobby of the Line Hotel, and the, there's glass windows. So, and we have the dog, and people. The dog is so cute that there's people like gathering around, and so the dog is like clawing at the door. <laughs> yeah, and we're trying to pay attention, and it's just a, a scene, but it's that- hysterical. Um, he just he loves people, so it's also it's so he's just so funny. But it's kind of like a fishbowl, um, like a three sixty open yeah. except well except the sound booth where full service radio is mm-hmm. our favorite people mm-hmm. <laughs> and we have jack today instead of alexia mm-hmm. for our galentine's day episode i know <laughs> and steph brought brought some surprises yep for our guest who's, who's a who's a what would you call her a hoot oh yeah 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 so we're recording another episode after this and our guest is she's dc's finest i would say <laughs> <laughs> funniest Um, Okay, so the questions were, why why would you need two photographers? And what are the new trends in suit colors for men? Um, So two photographers, um, we already went through the first look thing. I'm not going to run back through that. Y'all don't need to hear me talk that much. Um, But uh, the so I actually had this conversation last night with one of um, our couples. So everybody's got a budget. And it's super important to stick to your budget. I, again, I would not recommend going into debt over a wedding. Just, you know, it's, you should start your marriage with money in the bank. Um, But um, you have the ability to make some, do a little bit of tweaking and still have two photographers. So we'll get into that too. But um, so personally, my favorite photos at weddings um and i know this is super weird but they're the guest reactions um so it's like when you look at your mom the photo of your mom who has like a tear running down her her eye and she or like running down her face and she's holding your dad's hand you know that that's a really special picture from my wedding. And I remember that. And it makes me so happy because it really shows the love that my mom has for me and the love that my parents have for each other. Um, and it, and for my husband. Um, and how happy, truly happy they were that I was marrying my husband. Um, and, and just proud and um, all of that stuff. And I love the guest reactions. But 
if I'm capturing your first lo- um, your first kiss, I can't be capturing your mom at the same time. And that being said, you still can have some guest reactions. You're just not going to get the same caliber. Um, I also love if you aren't doing a first look and you are doing your photos during cocktail hour, you get photos of that cocktail hour because otherwise your photographer is obviously doing the post photos. So they aren't, you know, wandering around photographing your guests. And it's a really nice time for your guests to ask the photographer to take a photo of them. Um, and we allow our everybody to download from the gallery when, the, when we photograph. That's their, nice. Yeah. I love that because I feel like it's such a bummer when you are at a wedding and you don't get to see any of the photos right. or get the photos that were taken of you and whatever, like you and the bride or whatever. Yeah, just like a nice picture of you and your guest or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So, um, or like you dancing in like a really funny way. Yeah. <laughs> um, just like really cool moments. So we, we give a link out to all of our couples and they can send it around so everybody can download, which is a really cool thing. But, um, you know, those things are super important. The other piece is the toast. If you are photographing the person giving the toast, getting, you know, the guest reactions again or your reactions, it's you can't physically cover everything at once. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, you can get a lot of that with just one photographer. You're just not going to get the same quality and caliber. So it depends on how many people you have. Um, you also can get away with letting your photographer go or one of the photographers go once dancing starts because you you might not have even if everyone's on the dance floor that photographer can cover the majority of that so not like your first dance or your family dances but after that um and so that'll that helps you save costs too but you if you're not doing a send-off at the end of the night you can cut your photographer both of them I would say after an hour of dancing. Okay. Because then everybody looks kind of drunk and sweaty. So it's not, and you're tending to get the same people on the dance floor. Like if I'm on the. No. I know. <laughs> Shocking. The same people tend to be on the dance floor the whole night. Well, and, they're, and you're not getting anybody who just comes out to the dance floor after an hour. You're getting people who leave the dance floor. So um, that's a really good way to cut cost is to let them go and not do a send off, especially in D.C. because there are a lot of restrictions with things like sparklers. Also, I have a real problem with sparklers personally because I've seen photographers get lit on fire with them. Oh, my gosh. And I've seen brides have that happen with their gowns. And it makes me so nervous with the hairspray. And holy crap, people like putting them too low and stuff makes it just it gives me so much anxiety whenever I know that that's happening because I'm like don't get anywhere near the bride don't get anywhere near the bride yeah because the you know the groom probably probably doesn't have I never thought a of lot that. of hairspray I n- never because you always just think of Pinterest and it looks so beautiful and yeah it's like, oh it looks perfect yeah it's fire yeah <laughs> <laughs> um they have them all always on the roof of our building and I was always like why are these up here like it looks really pretty but but people go up there like to have cocktail hour, you know so it's like I don't know. Yeah. Drunk people in fire just to me is generally not like a great idea. (laughs) Yeah. Especially if you have two brides, then you have two dresses that are big potentially and hair and all the things going into that. Yeah. And that is just, to me, it's a recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, there was a famous photographer who actually, because um, there are some that burn really hot. 
and he was holding them as they were being lit and handing them off. And he, his hand got burnt to the point where Holy he's no longer shit. a photographer. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. It's just fire and drunk people yeah. should never be a thing. And that the photographer wasn't even drunk. So, um, but yeah. yeah. So anyway, I mean, I photograph them. They're beautiful. I love them in that way, but they make me super nervous because yeah. understandably. Yeah. Um, and I'm not nervous for myself. I'm nervous for the people. You should be nervous for yourself, though. Yeah. I, yeah. You kind of... It's a different reality when your face is behind a camera because you are aware... You're looking through a lens. You're not, right. you're not like, in reality. Yeah. So it's harder to worry about what is around the back of the camera than in, in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I see people, like, dip them down low and stuff, and I'm like... Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Dip them down low. Like what do you the mean? sparklers, like lowering the sparkler oh, toward the oh, ground. I get, it. I get it. And you're like waiting for the whole place to go up. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, please don't catch on fire. Everyone's or, having a great time. <laughs> I know. Well, you think of the pictures, you know, every, all of the couples are like ducked down. Yeah. And that's because nobody's holding the sparklers up to go over their head. So it just makes you like, they're not high. It just, it's, yeah. you know. Keep it in mind. Yeah. We've seen people use glow sticks. We've oh, that's seen, a cute um, idea. Yeah. They actually photograph really well. Um, and we've seen, obviously, bubbles and stuff, too. Um, oh, we had a couple that they're... Um, this wasn't from the actual... From the reception, but it was from the um, um, ceremony. Their program for the ceremony was a paper airplane. Oh, so cute. Like, but it was like you folded it yourself. It had, like, the template. And then everyone threw them when they were walking back down the aisle. And I love that. They both work for NASA. So it was like a really cool thing. That's really sweet. Yeah. I like that. I love it. That was, that was such a brilliant thing to do. And I love the photos. They make me so happy. I'll post some of these things on, um, on Instagram and I'll post a sequence of what a first look looks like, um, in our Instagram stories throughout the next couple of days. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so second uh, question <clears throat> about the trends for suit colors in men. Um, I am not a stylist, but one of the things that I've seen happen a few times that's been kind of interesting is um, the groom has said, or the grooms, especially when you have mixed wedding parties, um, says, you know, just get a gray or a navy suit. And then everybody has like a sort of different suit um, in the same color line. If you do this and you want the color to be the same, you need to tell them where to get the suit. Um, just FYI on that. Um, but if you like, you know, don't care, then it looks like if you have the girls dressed in different colors, which is, you know, popular now, um, you can do that with suits too. And I think that's going to be an interesting thing that comes up more and more, um, it's also nice to save some money for your uh, wedding party. <laughs> yeah. And I would say also to that question, we always go with our friends, the not standard. And I just took a quick peek at their website last night and they have these velvet blazers for men and one's like in an azure blue color and Ooh. one's a mustard yellow and it's a tux. It's a tuxedo. So we're talking like black tie, but really nice, like so sharp. Um I also had like a a cream and blue paisley, Ooh. <clears throat> which we saw on somebody else. 
at another event we saw that on a guy yeah that looked really nice and um yeah that was kind of what they had going but um just some ideas you know the not standard is great yeah they have a ton of stuff it's real they're really awesome yeah um and it's nice if it's a i mean obviously tux a statement tux is really cool but if you are going statement suit it's nice because you can wear it again yeah definitely um yeah that's that's a cool idea i like that yeah Steph does the research. I do. I try. (laughs) Um, Well, thank you all for your questions today. Um, Next week, we um, will have a super fun episode. So be sure to tune in. Um, And uh, we'll be dishing with Brittany and Tim. They're a real married couple. Um, Also, actually, he's a pilot, which is funny. Shout back to my uh, little paper airplane story. Um, I wonder if they incorporated that. Yeah. Anyway. And and Brittany is a live event painter. Yeah. Which is awesome. If you haven't heard of that, she will like live paint your wedding and you'll have a portrait. Yeah. It's really cool. They're interesting. Yeah. It's a really unique thing. Um, And she's just delightful. She's one of those people where she like makes you happy just when you're around her. Yes. Um, So anyway, we're super excited for them to join us. Um, And thank you so much for tuning into The Wedding Dish and sending us your questions. Uh, We'll let you know what our next topic is. I like these questions episodes, though. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if we have a topic, we'll let you know. Um, and we, uh, as always, we are coming at you over full service radio at the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, D.C. And be sure to subscribe, rate, and review The Wedding Dish on your preferred podcast listening platform. Thanks for hanging out with us on The Wedding Dish, the podcast where we chat about all things wedding. We should tally up how many times we said wedding today. I feel like it's probably 900. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at The Wedding Dish Podcast and like us on Facebook. We'll chat with you all next week. Cheers. Thanks. Thanks.